Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, he's in Omaha from Outkick Coverage, Glenn Gilbo. Also, uh, Glenn became an author. And, uh, man, uh, you had a nice crowd uh, for a signing uh, over the weekend, right, Glenn? Yeah, you had Barnes & Noble. Noble, man. man. You're, man, man. you're, you're a like big, big wheel, yeah, Glenn. big time, Glenn. I mean, it's like Barnes & Noble. We had, a, we had an okay crowd without having the rock star skip. <laughs> who, was, uh, who was in Omaha. Thank goodness my grade school and Rummel High classmates were able to show. Well, they, you have to have friends. You have to have friends in uh, likely places and uh, show up. But, Their money counts too, Glenn. Hey, hey, but, but Glenn, <laughs> I, I, Glenn, you talk about Skip Berman. I was telling Mike this. Look at all the championships by the LSU Tigers. Maybe you can reflect and tell me, Bobby, I don't think you're right about that. But I think where LSU is at right now, Okay, if you would beat Tennessee, beat Wake Forest twice, and then I think it's probably going to be Florida. If they'd win the national championship this year, I think it'd be the greatest accomplishment in baseball ever. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, uh, could you argue that point considering where they're at and you look at the pitching, I mean, compared to your opponents? What's your take on that? Well, it would be probably some of the greatest offense in World Series history right. by LSU or or some of the best pitching from guys who haven't pitched a lot. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, LSU was in the same situation in 2017. They lost their second game, and they beat the number one team, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon State, yeah. To get, which they had lost to, they beat them back-to-back to get to the championship series and lost to Florida. And they had Lang waiting for the third game, but they never got to the third game, which is what could happen if, if they pitch, uh, if they somehow get to Thursday, they, they could pitch Paul Skeens on Thursday, and then he could come back on Monday with three days yeah. rest. If he pitches Thursday, it would be with four days rest. But sooner or later, he's got to pitch with less than six days rest. Right, right. I mean, that's a luxury. But the, the biggest question is if they can win uh, – tomorrow because I don't know who they're going to pitch tomorrow. I mean, tonight they got Raleigh Cooper and they got some decent relievers. But after that, I don't know who they're going to pitch tomorrow night if they get by Tennessee tonight. You know, uh, Glenn, and when you look at that and you talk about uh, making the championship, I can remember some fans calling in and saying, oh, we're better than Florida. I'm like, no, you played Florida six times and you won once. And you lost five times. How can you say you're better than a team? Because I, when I, I look at that, in, like the NFL playoffs, yeah, one game, anything can happen. But when you're playing a series in a particular season, the better team's going to win. And so you look at right now, uh, we have the advantage 
against Tennessee. Well, we played them four times and what, what we, we three and three one. and one, three and one. But then three and two. So I I, I look tonight. Uh, I mean, well, no, three what, what, and one. I'm sorry. No, it right. is three, three and one. Yeah, yeah. Three, three and one. one. Hey, three so, and one. So, so what's going to occur? That that's a big sample size. I just look at the depth of Tennessee's uh, pitching staff. Uh, the one thing I'm glad Chase Burns ain't pitching. Talk about a reliever. <laughs> I mean, that that, 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 that guy's been dominant. You know, like Paul Skeens throws a hundred all the time. Well, uh, I was looking at this, uh, Glenn. This caught my attention. That he was the first reliever since 1997 to blank an opponent for six innings at the College World Series, and he's allowed one run and struck out 22 in the last uh, the four tournament appearances in 16 innings. I mean, that, that, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> yeah. He was the uh, he was the first reliever to do that. Chase right, Burns right. was since since '97. Yeah, right. that's that's a tough one. But but Tennessee's throwing this guy Drew Beam tonight, sophomore right-hander. He's nine and four. With a three seven eight ERA, and they got a couple of guys in the in the bullpen. Whereas LSU's throwing probably going to throw Riley Cooper, uh, who's mainly a reliever, and they're going to go with probably two or three other relievers after him. But Riley Riley's a gamer, and he's pitched in Omaha, so uh, LSU's going to have a chance tonight. Uh, Glenn, we get a lot of people. Well. You know, Trey should have stayed on third base uh, in that situation. What a lot of people don't know is that was a call even before the ball was hit. No, you're, you're running on contact. Yeah, and it, it was a red call, and Jay Johnson explained it. So why don't you tell the people? And we've been getting a lot of text about it all. Oh, Trey should have stayed on third. No, he was doing exactly what his he, he manager told. told him to do uh, in oh, yeah, that, that spot. That was a reaction play. Yeah. I mean, that's not not like that was some kind of bun or something. Yeah, exactly. That was a, that was a, a well-hit ball, and, uh, you know, you're going on contact, and, and you can't be that um, passive either. You can't you can't be holding it at third base with, uh, let's see, there was uh, – yeah, no, okay, there was there was nobody out. But still, you, you can't be – you can't be holding there. you got to make the defense make a good play. And the defense made a great play. They got a little lucky, but but the third baseman made a great play. The angle with the throw. He yeah. the ball, and then he, he bounced the throw in there, but the catcher made a great uh, catch and tag. I mean, and, you know, they practice that peg play. Everybody does. So, um, you know, I, I think Trey might have got in there, but it looks like he grazed him on the knee before Trey got his hand in there. But it was, boy, it was really close. Glenn, no, no, yeah. that was – Glenn, that had that been a call at the plate, save, save they, they wouldn't overrule. You, you couldn't overrule it either. It was that close because you that was no angle that really you saw definitive uh, with it, and it looked like it grazed him. But you know yeah. when you go to replay on that, it's got to be cut and dry. No, that they're, they're going to stand with the, sure. the, the the call on the field. Then they're, they're not going to overrule that. Uh, that's why I knew. So yeah, they're not going to uh, overrule that. Yeah, right. And and you know you can't complain about that because. Uh, LSU's pitchers pitched really well. They're two pitchers, and you know Dylan Cruz, best player in America, went 0 for three. They didn't they didn't hit like they've been hitting most of the season. That's so that's right. why they lost the game. Yeah, you, you know uh, that's what I was looking at, Glenn. Uh, that, that I don't know, gorilla ball, like you saw in the box and uh, regional, super regional. It might take that kind of performance, but you have to look who you're trying to hit the ball against and, and the pitching staff that you're facing. But uh, to me, like Dylan Cruz has to be special. I mean, I, I thought Tommy Tank showed up. 
I mean, I'm not yeah, saying Dylan did. Cruz didn't show up. The Tommy Tank showed up, but and then Joe Bear, that that ball he hit, maybe a different park. That that that's a home run. But uh, you, you know, Glenn, tell me if you agree with this. I was talking with Mike and Charlie about this. This is even like, I guess, high school. Uh, you can go with college uh, baseball or major leagues. You could be a great hitter going against great pitching, and pitching always wins, considering that you consider great in major leagues if you only succeed three out of ten times. So give me – that's why, I don't know, in the, in the draft coming up with Major League Baseball, give me, give me, skeins give me Paul Skeens yeah. because pitching, to me, if, if both are dominant, give me the pitcher versus the hitter. I, I agree with Bob on that. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would take – if I'm the Pirates, I would take Paul Skeens too because uh, – you know, Dylan Cruz is a special player, but but there's a lot of players like that. I I think, uh, you know, Paul Skeens is is a unique pitcher. That he's a generational pitcher, like uh, uh, Steven Strasburg Strasburg was uh, from 10, San Diego State. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And and really come out of college before that, it was it was Ben McDonald. The the thing they wrestle with though is even if you get a great pitcher, he's not in your lineup every day. Dylan Cruz would be there every day, right. but still. Pitchers, pitchers are so they're, – they're specialists, you know, and, and they're hard to find. So I, I would go with schemes. Now, uh, you know, Glenn, uh, when you look at it, um, and obviously uh, when you pass the mantle, uh, LSU was number one uh, with, for 11 weeks, and now Wake Forest was number one. What was your impressions? To me, it, it was like uh, – that was like uh, a number one versus number one. Uh, whether, you know, in LSU fans or Alabama, when we were both the best of the best, or Alabama, Georgia, however you describe it. To me, th- that was definitely like ones playing ones. Uh, would you agree yeah. with that? I mean, that's what it looked like to it me. Was. It was. There, there was only two teams that were number one in the country all year, LSU for most of the season and preseason, and, and then Wake Forest toward the uh, – end of the season and uh you know you need your best players to step up you know you mentioned skips championships his best players always showed up in omaha like todd walker and warren morris and albert bell and and uh, lyle mouton and and those guys you know so lsu hasn't quite done that yet um at least not in the second game on on offense and they, they got they got one maybe a couple more chances now uh glenn uh when you look at it you know you can look at like football, uh, basketball, or baseball rivalries. Obviously, you look at the Iron Bowl, uh, you look at Alabama, Auburn, the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Or you can go like USC, UCLA, or you look Ohio State, Michigan, go on and on. And then you look at basketball like Kentucky, Louisville, or like Duke, North Carolina, on and on. When you look at baseball, considering like Skip Burton was a big part of this, that the the rivalry was like, uh, and they put baseball on the map, was LSU and Mississippi State. I don't know if you can say that the fans really uh, are that much dislike between LSU and Mississippi State, but it seems like if t- Tennessee can continue to progress and LSU's progressing, that might be one of those hateful uh, uh, rivalries that you can see in the future. The reason why I say this, whatever you've done for me lately, uh, now uh, both Stanford and Virginia got knocked out. Uh, they were 0-2, but the Volunteers are one of three programs that last – and one of three programs in at least two of the past three College World Series are going there, along with Stanford and Virginia. So uh, is that something you think could be – if the? because, uh, look, they got both have young coaches, and what could come about, that, that might be a rivalry that 
You look old school like LSU, Mississippi State oh, yeah. or something. It could be like LSU in Tennessee. Glenn, you know what it reminds oh, yeah. me of? The setup LSU, Alabama in football. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, uh, the the one thing that potential Aubrey has going for it is LSU fans hate the Tennessee coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they in a long line for that one, Glenn. Yeah. But, you know, that's. Tony Tony really is an interesting guy. I've never had any trouble with him. He's a good interview. He, he can be. He likes to play with people and and get arrogant. But he's a heck of a coach. Uh, he, he's kind of the baseball version of what Will Wade was without yep. the cheating, <laughs> yeah. but uh, or without nearly as much cheating. But you no, know, Tennessee is. Um, you know, they're definitely an up up and comer. You know, LSU had that robber with Mississippi State in baseball. And then they had quite a little robber with Alabama there for a while when Jim Wells was the coach and, and, and played him in 97 for the title. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could see. And, and then they had a robbery with Florida for a while. They lost to them in 17, and they had some great regular season games. But the, the SEC baseball is so balanced, and teams are so good, and there's different teams rising up. You, you never can tell. But I, I would say that, that could be the next one. Yeah, uh, Glenn, Glenn, uh, TCU beats Oral Roberts today 6-1. Six of the eight games played before that were decided by one run or less. This yeah. was the biggest margin of victory by any uh, in any game. Uh, it, it goes to show you the parity and they were the right teams to go to Omaha of how they yeah, played against I, one another. Yeah. It's it's an exciting uh, series. You know, a lot of baseball games are played where it just doesn't really matter, you know, most of the major league season until the playoffs, the midweek games in college baseball. But yesterday I watched 18 innings of the World Series. I watched both games all the way through, and I hardly ever do that in MLB unless it's the Astros in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> But they're, they're good games. They've been good games, and, and it means a lot, you know, because it's it's do or die. You, know, you don't get a lot of that in MLB because they're all best of seven. You know, you got to yeah. wait and wait and wait. Right. These games are really dramatic and intense from the get-go, and that's how it's going to be tonight. LSU's playing for its life tonight. You know, uh, Glenn, um, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I mean, you look at the pitching and uh, Raleigh Cooper. I, I, I look at Raleigh Cooper. You know what he reminds me of? Like a T-Bob version <laughs> of baseball. I mean, because T-Bob's a left-hander, so I'm saying, T-Bob, that's you on the mound. Uh, Raleigh Cooper. Him and I, he was laughing. We were talking about that. And, you know, uh, T-Bob loves Tennessee. Uh, not. Uh, I mean, so it goes on and on. But, but Glenn, when I look at, like, uh, where both teams are at, and uh, I think this is good for college baseball. Uh, if uh, you know, it might be more localized, the deep south, and uh, you know, Stanford South, so you don't have the West Coast and all. But uh, other than that, I think ESPN has to be pleased yeah. with what has occurred. With I think the interest in, in these college World Series. Would you agree with that? Oh, I think so. And 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 part of it is. There's nothing else going on. You know, the right. NBA yeah. playoffs. You lucky there too. You got the draft on yeah. Thursday, NBA. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's that's a non-event, really. Uh, it, it's a non-game event. You know, the, I think the NHL's over, right? That, that's right, right. Ended. The Stanley Cup, so, yeah, Las Vegas one, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Really, really, it's about it's about the only thing going, and and uh, you know, they're they're good games, and and they're not uh, they're not too high scoring where the games last a long time, and and you know, there's a decent amount of runs, but you and you see you see the future stars. I mean, there's there's probably 
Jay Johnson said there are probably 20 players in the World Series that are going to be first-round picks over the next couple of years. Oh, that's good for college baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a handful right now. I mean, uh, Chase Dolander, the Tennessee pitcher, Paul Skeens, Chase Burns is probably going to be a first-round pick when he's a junior. So Dylan Cruz is going to be the first player, second player pick. So they're all over the place. Well, uh, you know, Glenn, when I look at this, is why there's always hope if you're a Tulane fan. Or if you like Vanderbilt, uh, because Wake Forest. Wake Forest, when you look at it, it's not North Carolina, North Carolina State. It's a, a private school, and you look at Wake Forest. How is that sustainable there, would you say, because of the coach? Because you look, uh, look, uh, the, the, they were uh, the first number one national seed uh, to reach the College World Series. They had 10 losses, the fewest in the nation. They haven't lost, uh, like, consecutive games. You look where they're at. So is that sustainable for, like, the Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons? Because you look at that, that's like a Tulane or a Vanderbilt. That's why if you're an alum and you're putting money towards baseball programs, that that's why uh, you have to admire what Wake Forest has done. Sure, sure. And, I mean, look at look at Tulane. They finished ranked higher than LSU in, in football last year after the Cotton Bowl win. Uh but you know, in, nowadays, hardly anything is sustainable in sports because because of the right portal. About that. I mean, you had Mississippi State win the national championship in baseball two years ago. They've been bad two years in a row. Ole Miss won it all last year, and they were bad this That's year. That's right. You know, so it's 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 really hard to be good every year. But it, it but Tennessee's managed to do that, and uh, it looks like LSU is on the way to doing that as well in, in baseball. Glenn, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm going to tell you something. Hopefully, we can talk again. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, Glenn, before <laughs> so they can extend hey, this. Hey, hey, before you leave, yeah. uh, to tell the fans where they can get yeah, your book. Yeah, where can you get your book? Yeah, Barnes yeah, & yeah. Noble, I know, yeah. is one place. It's at, at the Barnes & Noble in Metairie. You can get it at uh, Amazon.com, or you can get it at AcadianBooks.com. Thank- uh, and if you're in Baton Rouge, it's at all the Barnes & Nobles in Baton Rouge, too. Thank you, Glenn. Thank Appreciate you, Glenn. it, bud. Okay, thank you. All right, eh, that was Glenn Gilbo with Outkick coverage, and he is in Omaha covering the College World Series. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.